0: What if I told you that forests growing at New Hampshire's highest elevations in the White Mountains experience some
1: of the most extreme conditions in the Northeast? Alpine trees tolerate factors that have defined and shaped these mountaintop forests for thousands of years. I'm Chris Martin with New Hampshire Audubon. And I'm Dave Anderson with the Forest Society, and this is Something Wild. Let's look at four factors that push life to its limits. Number one is cold air. Cold air holds less moisture than warm air. The thick, waxy coating on green conifer needles is a specific adaptation to avoid drying out. Hardwoods like beech, maple, and yellow birch are all hardy at lower elevations, but drying caused by extreme cold effectively removes them from the mix as you go up. The stunted miniature forests growing just below tree line include red spruce, balsam fir, and black spruce. These twisted, contorted trees are known as krummholz, or bentwood in German. You might find pockets of heartleaf paper birch in the hollows insulated by deep snow. Speaking of which, number two is deep snow. Snow accumulating 8 to 10 feet on the upper slopes means white mountain hikers are at the level of the lower canopy branches. The trees themselves are up to their waists in snow. Pistol butt trunks occur on the steepest mountain slopes. Wait, wait. Pistol butt? What? Is that a thing?
0: Sure is. Gravity works to pack snow against the tree trunks, bending them downhill. Trees respond by growing in a curve to remain upright.
1: The result? A pistol butt bend, which demonstrates the force of deep snow. You can find these trees in forest edges bordering our highest downhill ski trails. Okay, number three. (coughs) Rime ice. Airborne water droplets in clouds and fog can resist freezing even at temperatures well below 32 degrees. This super-cooled mist instantly freezes on contact with cold surfaces, like exposed spruce boughs, creating a growing coat of rime ice.
0: Ice loading on alpine trees can get so heavy that it breaks off branches. Winter ice pruning removes the growth on the
1: sides of the trees facing into the wind, causing what's often known as a flag tree. And on a flag tree, the downwind side is the only part with healthy, undamaged new growth, looking just like a flag on a flagpole. Number four. It wouldn't be the White Mountains without high winds. Prevailing winter winds scour snow from western slopes and dump it over the ridge onto eastern slopes, where it can get really deep. Trees
0: partially or entirely buried in snow survive better than those that protrude above the snowpack. That's why the trees are taller in the bowls and ravines of the eastern slopes, bringing us to factor number
1: five, thin soil. Hold on. My script says... Four factors.
0: Well, okay. But I just thought of another one. (sighs) Thin soil. At high altitude, the soil is usually just a thin veneer of organic matter. Leaves and needles decaying slowly in cold conditions to form humus,
1: stretched over and between exposed granite. So, I'm guessing the trees growing on this thin soil are kind of just hanging on? Exactly. The trees
0: rock back and forth in the wind, breaking their fine feeder roots. And as they grow taller, their canopy area exceeds the roots that anchor them. Which brings me to number six. (laughs) Another one? The fir wave phenomenon. That's the dieback of spruce and fir trees on the upper slopes that occurs as a kind of wave found only in the northern Appalachians and in the mountains in northern Japan.
1: As the trees exposed to prevailing winds die, they expose more trees behind them. These slow-motion waves include dieback of canopy trees, plus new seedling regeneration in its wake.
0: Waves of death and regeneration move at an average of about 3 to 10 feet per year. They crest and break when they reach the ridge line above, and the process repeats. Ecologist Peter Marchand says in his book, North Woods, that fur waves rejuvenate the crowding, aging forest by releasing nutrients and admitting sunlight to areas too moist for fires and too cold for insects. And
1: one more thing. It's hard to know what effects climate change will have on these high elevation forests. Shorter winters? Prolonged hotter and drier falls. More heavy rain events. Even falling on snowpack, washing scarce nutrients downslope. And hardwood forests might advance upslope, while specialized spruce and fir forests retreat into the shrinking alpine zone. It's already a tough neighborhood for a green tree to make a living. And it may be getting even tougher.
0: Something Wild is a partnership of New Hampshire Audubon, the Forest Society, and NHPR. I say Appalachian. We'll say it. No, I say Appalachian.
1: I always say Appalachian. So what should I say?